Welcome to Creating Community with Dorian and Jake, a podcast designed to bring area leaders, business owners, and other interesting people together to better our community. I'm your co-host, Dorian Strickland. And I'm your other co-host, Jamie Scafidi. Jake's out of town this week, so I'm filling in for him. Today, we're recording from the Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce again. If you're a first-time listener, we would love to have you subscribe to Creating Community on your favorite podcast app. Creating Community with Dorian and Jake is available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen directly at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. If you're interested in sponsoring Creating Community, we'd love to talk to you. Our goal is to reach our community and let them know about great leaders and businesses that are helping to make it better. If you want to be a part of it, please email us at info at 1820marketing.com to start the conversation. In this episode, we're talking with Cheyenne Moore, new mother, new homeowner, and new realtor. Welcome to the show, Cheyenne. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So we'd like to start out each one by just having you tell us about yourself. So maybe tell us about you and your family. Yeah. So I am a local from Pearland. I moved there when... Oh, I think I was like eight or nine. I originally was in the Fort Worth area before that. My dad was in the military. He served in the Army. Yes. So I actually was born at Fort Hood, if anybody knows that. Um, Temple? Colleen area. Colleen area. Yes. That's a, yeah. yes. So I was born there and moved down to Pearland pretty much as soon as we could. And but you said eight or nine, right? That's not real fast. It wasn't really fast, but <laughs> it was as fast as we could get to oh, an amazing yeah. community. No, Let me start sure. there. I understand. <laughs> and so we started our journey there, and both my parents were working in the chemical industry. My, they still do. Um, and I went to Pearland High School, graduated, and moved off to College Station. Texas A&M. Yes. So did, did you always want to go to A&M? So actually, I think it wasn't until I was about 10, my aunt and uncle were attending A&M at the time, and they were taking my brother and myself to football games pretty much every weekend, (laughs) and that was when they were a part of the Big 12, so they weren't as big as they are now, and I just fell in love with the whole aspect of A&M. Also, at the time, I was in band at school. Yay, band. (laughs) And thought, thought was the big word there, that I was going to be a part of the Texas A&M fighting band. I did. That was my dream. (laughs) Did you make that dream? No, because that year I was last chair every single week (laughs) with my clarinet. So, no, I did not attend A&M for the band. So, I'm assuming you don't still play the clarinet. No, I do not. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I went off Texas A&M and was trying to go for a nursing degree. Oh, okay. And so that, I, saw, I thought I thought you went for political science. I did go for political science. Okay, but science. you started off with mm-hmm. nursing. Yep, nursing. I uh, couldn't pass organic chemistry. Oh, I'm right there with you. I was so, say, there's a lot of kids that can fall into that. <laughs> um, so I then changed my degree to political science. Because there's no uh, organic chemistry. No, not at all. And so many people thought that I was going to go on the political route with well, this. Well, that's what I was going to say was when you're in political science, it's one of two reasons. You want to go mm-hmm. into politics or you're looking for just, you don't know what you want to do. So that's one that fits the bill for everything. Yeah, or a lot of people get it for their law degree. Um, so a lot of people thought I was going to be a lawyer or a politician and... At the time, my dad was a politician for Pearland City Council, yeah. so they thought I was going to come home and, you know, 
run the city and that definitely was not the case i was just trying to get a degree to get out (laughs) i got you so while i was there i got a degree within political science and then minored in marketing and it was mostly because i just had a love for marketing at the time i was working um full-time while in college at an apartment complex where i was also doing a lot of the marketing um college station is actually one of the biggest apartment complex cities in all the nation yeah it's so crazy to even think that little town is like that but they are overly saturated with apartments didn't you have jamie didn't you have a kid go to a&m too no not okay you have one trying to go we've we've toured it many times with all three of my kids but uh we didn't end up there all right but I, That's bad. <laughs> I, I know that there's a lot of apartments up there. Every time you go up, it feels like there's a whole new block of apartments yes. in College Station. Yes, room. for sure. So, and, it, and it's truly a college town. Yes, right? there's nothing else really there besides Texas A&M. So you pretty much just go to school and maybe the little bar district, but that's it. That's all that's there. <laughs> Let's don't say that too loud for the parents. So other than the bar district, what did you learn in college that you still use today? Whether you learned it in a classroom or whether you learned it uh, in your job or just being on your own. (laughs) Yeah. So honestly, being in college, wow, I was learning so much. So I can't really pinpoint the exact what did I learn. Um, It was my first time being on my own. So I was learning how to cope with being on your own, you know going and creating a budget and living by that budget, going and, you know, just making life in general on your own because it's just so hard at 18, your parents aren't there telling you what to do. You have to get up every single day at 8 a.m. and attend that 8 a.m. class. Then right after, go and figure out how to go to the grocery store. And then after that, go figure out, oh, I have a deadline tonight. I have to write, you know, a 15-word essay and just trying to plan out life. So really, that's what started my whole schedule of life. Like every morning now, even as a new mother, I'm up by 645. I'm then getting ready. I then go drop off my son. I then go by 1820 coffee shop and start my day and planning that every single day. Right. Um, Because I can't just so, oh, I don't know what to do today. <laughs> so are you a list maker where yes. you want to check off the boxes yes, to get things I done am. for the day? I totally am. If my list is not done, I did not complete my day. And wow. that was a huge thing for me, definitely in college, because I would have to prioritize what was more important. And with me also working full time, it kind of started becoming that my f- job was more important than school. Okay. And there was a brief period of time that I was ready to just call it quits with school. Um, I was making a lot of money that most college students were not making. And I was like, wow, like, what's the purpose of me having a degree right now? Right. Um, but I finished. And And are you glad that you stayed I with did, it? Uh, yes, I totally am. Okay. Um, honestly, if I didn't have finished, I, I don't know that I would be where I am today honestly. So I made a lot of connections when I was at A&M. Um, actually got, led me to where I am today. So when I was in the apartment industry, that was my full-time job in college. I got into that because I was working at a boutique and they were closing down. And one of the local realtors there, I asked her about, how do I get into real estate? And she told me, well, you're going to take these classes, you're going to take a test and that's it. And I was like, Seems simple enough. Exactly. 
Well, then she tells me, well, do you have six months of savings? What's <laughs> that, that? That is an excellent <laughs> question, though. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, six months of all of my bills in a savings account? <laughs> no, I don't. Why, <laughs> Nobody why, does. Yeah, why would I do that? I'm in college. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, well, I don't have that. So what should I do? And she said, well, go into the apartment industry. Go see if you can even sell an apartment before you go sell a house. This sounds like a pretty smart person. It kind of was. It's a smart idea wow, for sure. Yeah. So I took her advice. I went into the apartment industry and then I was stuck there for three and a half years. Wow. <laughs> I did not want to get out. I wanted to stay and work my chain into corporate and all of that. And Honestly, I got stuck. Well, you mentioned that you were doing marketing yes. or social media or whatever for yes. the apartment company. So what do you do for that job in a apartment complex? Yes. So in the apartment industry, definitely student housing is what I was specializing in. You're marketing on all social media platforms. So you're wanting your apartment complex to be honestly the party place. So you were throwing <laughs> amazing right. parties for these residents. You were, you know, giving free food away from like the big restaurants. So I was having to create all these events so that we looked like we were the number one spot to be. And so that's what got me into the whole marketing thing because I'm not only talking about a business and creating this lifestyle brand for these kids, I'm then also creating graphics and flyers and you know, um, having the best promotional items so that we are remembered wow. um, because there's so many different apartment complexes. So I did that and I loved it. Well, after graduation, I finally moved to Austin. I loved Austin. Oh, that was like my favorite With spot. With all the longhorns? And okay. Aggie yeah. moved to Austin. Yeah, and Aggie moved to Austin, I, I know. know. that was even allowed. <laughs> It was just a time and place for me at that point in life that I loved it. Well, I wasn't loving my job as much as I was loving. Did you transfer with the same company? Or I did. did. You? Okay. Yeah, I did. So I was now out of the student housing and more in the multifamily oh, housing. Moving up in the world. In downtown Austin. And I'm like, I don't know how to market to a family because you don't want to market as a party. Yes, I right. only know parties. Well, I didn't know how to market to a family. So that was interesting. But I finally left that company and moved back to Pearland and said, I'm creating my own marketing firm. All right. Well, next we're going to learn more about Cheyenne and the year that she had when she got here. But first, we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. We'd like to tell you a little bit about 1820 Marketing, the producer of this podcast. We believe that when businesses have quality marketing, it gives business owners the freedom to focus on what they do best. We design websites, produce videos, and create marketing materials that help our clients grow their business. Find out more at 1820marketing.com. It's something different. Now, back to the show. And we're back, and here we are talking with Cheyenne. So before the break, we were talking about your work life, but we know you have a son, Garrison, who will be mm -hmm. celebrating one year uh, soon. Could you, how's yes. that going? Yeah, so he is amazing. I mean, I don't know what else to say about my own child. <laughs> um, he is about to turn one. It's been so crazy to 
transition from being a workaholic to now being mom. Momaholic? Yeah, momaholic, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Um, but I love every minute of it. I When I got into the career I'm in right now, which is real estate, I told everyone the only reason I'm doing this is to allow more freedom with my child. Um, I didn't want to be stuck working a, you know, 8 to 6 p.m. job plus yeah. hour traffic, traffic plus everything else coming in life that I wanted time with him. Right. So um, my significant other, Blake, he was so supportive of that, and we made everything possible to allow me to be in Garrison's life as much as I can. So I love it, <laughs> in other words. All right. You said... His party's coming up. It's yes. this Saturday, right? Yes, Is, is it this is. a big bash because people, I don't want to say go overboard with their first birthday, but it <laughs> seems to be things that the kid's probably not going to learn when he's five or not remember when he's five or six. So tell us about that. I did go overboard, way overboard. <laughs> um, I ordered a snow cone machine from Texas Snow Fruit. Right. And I had a water balloon slide which i actually canceled yesterday because i thought wow i'm going way overboard with this <laughs> it's that party um, planning to try to attack stu attract students it okay. was yeah. yes i wanted him to have the best party for a one-year-old and one week from now he won't remember it <laughs> no he won't but he just started walking so i was like oh yeah we could do a water slide but I'm like deathly afraid of water. So Are you really? Yes. So I don't know why I did that to my child. <laughs> okay, you're not going to make him deathly afraid of water, are you? No, he loves water. Okay, he good. loves it. But I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm just scared for him I, and me. Okay. I, don't, and <laughs> I don't know where to go from that question. I really, I really don't. Probably need to transition somewhere else. Yes, so, you were, you were, so you were in Austin. You were selling apartments. Mm -hmm. You moved back to Pearland with the goal of, of starting a marketing firm. Yes. How did you go from that to becoming a real estate agent? So COVID. Let's start there. Um, I started my business in about September of 2019. And I was just starting to pick up clients and... I would say December hit and nobody was wanting to pay me for things. And I was trying to figure out, okay, is it me? Am I not selling correctly? Am I not, you know, having a great pitch? What's going on? Right. And then of course, at the time I was pregnant in January, I was trying to figure out, okay, what else do I need to do? Because right now things are not looking right. You know, um, I know usually when you start a business, your first six months to a year is your roughest time. And I was starting to get burnt out really quick because wow. I wasn't gaining, I guess, the confidence I needed to continue. Or maybe not the success you had immediately. Exactly, in that I thought. Yeah. Exactly. So I um, was trying to go, and then about March hit, and oh, all things let Everything loose. shut down. Exactly. Nobody was going to pay somebody to run their social media account. Nobody was going to pay somebody to go take pictures of food or whatever they had because they were trying to save their own money. They right. didn't know what was going to happen to a pandemic. I didn't know either. So at that point I said, okay, let me go get my real estate license and do that because, well, I bought a house during a pandemic so other people are buying homes during a pandemic. Right. <laughs> I know that's going to make me money. 
So that's what started my journey into real estate was, you know, four years prior to that, that real estate agent told me, go sell apartments. That's what you should do, yeah. I knew I could sell an apartment. I knew I could sell a home. So that's why I ventured back into the real estate circle and away from the marketing for a little bit. Right. Tell me, you, you talked about having purchased a home during that time too. Yes. So what led you to buy a home during that time? You mentioned that it was a tough time. People were trying to save their money, scrimp and save, and yet you're spending probably a good chunk of money. Yes, exactly. So um, honestly, it was because we were about to have Garrison and I wanted a home for us. Um, so we went ahead and purchased our first home and we already had intentions of, you know, this isn't going to be our forever home. This okay. is going to be our starter home and then we're going to rent it out. So we were looking at houses that we knew were going to make us a profit in the end. Um, we looked at homes from Pearland to Sharon to almost Fosher to, yeah, to Alvin and Manville, everywhere in between. And a lot of these homes were older and we were fine with that. But then we found Alvin <laughs> and I said, wow, there's this new neighborhood that's being built almost that we could be buying a house for the same price that a brand new construction home that we were going to be paying the same price for a 1990 home. Right. To me, let's do the new construction. <laughs> 30 years newer, why not? Exactly. So A lot less problems. Yes. Yes. So we did that um, and we closed on it in April and moved in. Love our home still. We're just, you know, still ready to find property, but right. so, I don't know when that's coming up. Well, let's jump on the flip side of that. So having gone from purchasing a home, you said you looked in March, you closed in April. Mm -hmm. That seems to me to be fairly quickly. It was. So now that you're on the other side, do you find that that's still happening at this point or has it changed at all? Oh, that's accurate still. So closings are about 30 to 45 days from you putting in that contract. Contracts are being accepted within almost 24 hours. Right. So, yeah, that's still definitely the case here, if not sooner. Um, I mean, I even had my aunt close on her property within 14 days. Wow. So, yes. Wow. <laughs> so, yes, that's, it's been crazy out there in the market. I can see Jamie thinking about getting a new house now. No, no. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the past year, new home, new baby, uh, new career. Mm -hmm. How have you tied it all together? What's I, I'm guessing you go back to that, making out your list and checking things off. Yes. But yes, there's some downfall on it. Um, everyone thinks that, you know, everyone has their life all intact, but I for sure don't. I run around with my head cut off a lot, but I try to keep it together as much as possible, professional as possible. Um, but being so young in my industry as well, that's yeah. a huge Thing. I mean, even the apartment complex, I had parents saying, do you even own your home? I'm like, no, I don't. I'm in college. But, you know, that, that always made me think of I need to be as professional as possible and as top of my game and knowledgeable 
so that people don't look at me like that and think that I'm not Because you know they're going to question you. Exactly, exactly. Wow. That's a huge problem that I have. Well, you, you talked about needing to check off stuff, and if you don't get something done by the end of the day, you look at it as not a success, right? Yes. However, in the real estate game, you may talk to somebody for months before mm-hmm. something comes about. So how do you how do you check those boxes when some people go to work, for example, they go to work in the morning, they take care of stuff. By the end of the day, they have their stuff done and they feel a sense of accomplishment. You, it may take months, months. or longer yes. before you close close the deal, so to speak. Yes. So, so how do you do that wanting to check the boxes? Yeah, I mean, every person I come in contact with that are trying to say that they want to buy or sell a home, yes, I put them on my radar as number one. Like, let's go, let's talk. But then I know sometimes there's that downfall of, okay, I'm really not ready to buy yet. You know, I want to get down some more. Or I want to fix my credit or I want to do yeah. these things. And so they just kind of go onto a different list that I have. Um, and those okay. lists just keep piling up. But eventually I, I go through them every single week, if not twice a week, checking in with people. Um, it's just trying to stay in contact with your clients. You know, you can't let them go because, well, there's a lot of realtors out there and yeah. they can go to any other person so you have to stay in contact and so those people just go to a different list of mine well not to put you on the spot but why should somebody choose you over another realtor since you brought it up oh wow that's a that's a big one (laughs) um honestly i think it's because not only am i knowledgeable when i say that i've done research right now alvin manville is the next up and coming right and that's why i'm telling people right now if you want a new home Let's flock here. Let's not go into Pearland at the moment because right now Pearland's overly saturated. And all you're going to do is have a house that's out of your price range possibly. Right now, Alvin Manville, you're still able to have a home within the price range that I was talking about earlier. The right. lower 200s, even mid 200s in a brand new construction home. You aren't seeing that in other places. Right. So there's that knowledge I have for some people. Um, but I also have a great team of brokers behind me who they've been in the industry for 35 years. So I go to them with any questions and concerns I have. Right now, a lot of millennials, which that's me, or Gen Zers, <laughs> that's not me, but um, they're trying to buy their first home right now. And they're getting worried about the interest rates. Sure. But if you think back in the 90s, early 2000s, interest rates were at 16%. Wow. And I'm like, guys, they're right now at four. Let's go. Right. (laughs) Um, So that's where I'm just, I try to stay within my age group, honestly, within the millennials, Gen Z people, and educate them on buying a new home um, or even a home at all instead of renting. Um, And I think it's funny because I used to force these people into <laughs> into apartments rent <laughs> and now i'm forcing them into homes but it's a different transition and that's the reason why I, I educate myself out there so that i can help these people so the real estate market lately has been on fire it and is. houses are selling in hours and days mm-hmm. uh, obviously that's good for you coming into a new career and starting out sure. but how how is the what's the outlook is are there more buyers than than sellers is that something that you think is going to continue uh well i wish real estate agents were fortune tellers because it would make our job (laughs) a lot easier um because i get asked this question a Mm. lot um honestly right now yes everyone's selling their home but they aren't 
buying another one. Right. And I don't know where those people are going. They're pocketing that money for a while until the market yes. falls apart and then they can make it on the other so end. So tell too, me maybe she get back into the apartment rental. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> a little, little bit of both sides there. But at the same time, a lot of people are doing investment properties too. So that's why you're seeing all these articles about people from California buying down oh, here right. um, because they're turning them into investment properties. This whole working from home thing is huge now. And so you can work from anywhere. Office buildings aren't selling anymore. They're sitting on the market. Houses are selling because mm-hmm. you can sell your home, go find another one. But to me, I advise you finding another one than selling your home. <laughs> That's an excellent uh, piece of advice. Yes. <laughs> and I think Alvin and Manville will continue to grow because people aren't going into the office as much, yes. e- you know, if at all. But yes. maybe they're only going to Houston one or two days a week. So yeah. driving an extra 10 minutes out is, is a sure. little better. So great. So let's go back to the marketing that you talked about and your, your passion for marketing. I understand you're now working with uh, Dorian and Jake as their social media guru. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners what that entails? Yes. So I don't know how I came about getting this position, but um, I think it was just a It's just talk. from us talking. Yeah. Yes, yes. So ever since I started going to 1820 Coffee House, I just created this connection with Jake and Dorian so quickly that... I mean, I only started going there, what, back in March? It hasn't been long. It hasn't really been that long. Seems like it's every day, though. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Those are the customers you enjoy. No, absolutely. We love those customers. But I told... Thanks for that, Jamie. I appreciate that. I told them about me doing marketing in the past and how much I love it, and... I guess they just kind of said, here you go, Cheyenne. Well, she, she mentioned that she's a millennial, not a Gen Z, but millennial. Looking at us, Jake and I are not that generation, so... What? We're not. Yeah. <laughs> I know Jake, you can tell Jake's not, but for me, I'm also not that generation. That's just for you, Jake, because I know you're not here. <laughs> but it, it's funny, so at the coffee shop, we were doing the Facebook, we were doing Instagram, we were doing all those posts, and the staff, one staff meeting, we said, is there anything you guys want to add? And they sat in silence. We said, it's okay, you can tell us. They said you got to change what you're doing on Instagram. <laughs> it's because we're older and we're posting as if it's Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so we said, all right, we'll change it. Here's access for you. It has taken off. It's so much better that they're doing it and they're the Gen Zers. So yes. uh, that's why, because we knew that for the marketing stuff, we need to be able to hit that generation. And Jake and I just aren't equipped to do that. We think mm-hmm. you are. Yes. Well, I mean, thank you. <laughs> she's going to bring the party. Yes. Right, I'm going to bring, bring the party. party. Exactly. There you go. That should be my new tag, I guess. So if you go back and look at our social media over the past, however long it's been, the past month or so, you'll see a distinct difference. Yes, Because you will. we don't even think about, oh, we need to post this. We need to take care of this. Mm-hmm. It's funny. We look at social media and go, hey, look, she posted something. How about that? Like, we didn't even think about it. We're like, man, that would have been a good thing to post. Thankfully, she did it. Yes. Yep. So I, I started doing that. And honestly, I've enjoyed it because it got me back to, you know, what I used to do. And I guess my love for social media, social media is just incredible to me. Um, I never would have thought our life would be surrounded by social media. Right. Um, but I love being able to advertise and help small businesses just with the power of social media. So that's a huge thing that I love to have. Yeah. 
that is not something you would catch me saying. I love social media. Oh, I see, I do. I get sucked in sometimes. It's but our generation. We don't love social media. Exactly. We survive we social, survive media. social but, media. But you know what's funny? And I was just saying this this morning at an event I was at. I never take pictures of me at events, ever. And I think it's because growing up, I was taking pictures for my parents at events oh. and posting them for them because they would forget that now I'm doing what they wow. used to do. Okay. But for other people, I'm like, here you go. Here's, you know, your little tag that you were at this event. But for me, I forget. Wow. Yep. I, I hadn't thought of it that way. All, all I see that you post is pictures of Garrison. <laughs> Is, that is true. But that's okay. You're you're a new mom. That's what's supposed to happen. Yes. Sooner right. or later, people will stop liking it. And then I'll be like, sorry. Yeah. He's a cute kid, though. Thank you. But I feel like the marketing piece will be helpful to you. It'll keep you in that that realm. And it'll help your it'll help both of your businesses. It'll help you yes. help 1820 Marketing grow. But it'll also help you grow your real estate business. Because yes. ultimately, you're, you've got a, a group you work with. But you're an independent contractor that's yes. working on your own and has to generate your own leads. Yes. Yeah. You definitely have to market yourself. Um, That's a huge part of it, but also marketing yourself. You have to stay on top of social media trends. You know, having a TikTok account is huge. Having, you know, an Instagram for your business page, plus your regular Instagram. Um, And a lot of my stuff I keep private. Um, I don't know. I know that's totally against social media rules, but I keep a lot of my life private to the, a certain extent. Um, like right now, I think I have 40 something friend requests on Facebook. Wow. Popular girl. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't have my stuff open to the public. Um, I'm very private still. So I guess I haven't hit that area. Of, so if those people that are listening are like, Hey, I'm one of those that's requested. I'm you, sorry. <laughs> if you want to buy a house, she'll, she'll gladly talk oh, to you. You can be her friend. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, Cheyenne, thanks for joining us today on the show. Uh, If someone is in search of a real estate agent or they're looking for marketing needs, they can email you. Is that correct? Yes. That's the best way to get in touch with you? Yes, you can email me. Okay, and it's at Cheyenne at GritRealty.com. So that's C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E at GritRealty.com. Thanks for tuning in. Creating Community is available on Google or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our website, 1820marketing.com slash podcast, or wherever you like to listen. Our marketing tip of the podcast, the wow factor. What is your wow factor? What does that even mean? Well, the wow factor is the reaction you get from your client once they try your service or product. Sometimes you get the wow factor even before your customer tries your product. Does your product make the customer say wow when they first see it? Do they say it when they try your product? Maybe they say wow when they look at your product on your website or social media. Whatever it may be, you want them to say it. If you're a restaurant, you want a wow when they see your food, when they taste your food, when they see your menu, or maybe it's from the service they receive from you or your staff. If you don't get it, ask yourself why, and then fix it. Whatever it is that needs to change for you to get a wow, 
it is worth the work. Real quick, we want to say thank you to Jamie Scafidi, President and CEO of the Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber is always so helpful when we need to come in and record, and him stepping in for Jake this week can't go without a heartfelt thank you. You did a great job. Thank you, Jamie. 